And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Hello and welcome to the show. This is Andy Webb with Lifestyles Unlimited. And as always, we are working on your financial freedom. And I'll tell you what, I am coming to you today relieved, but uh, very, very tired. I am very, very tired. Got a big cup of coffee here in front of me, probably my third of the day. The uh, The Webb family had a, a long night last night thanks to an accident, a, a lot of blood, and uh, a trip to the emergency room. And if you've been to the ER room, you know those are never, <laughs> never quick. Um, so my my show prep for you today it got it got put on pause and has gone in a totally different direction than what I had planned. I had a few topics actually that I was working on, but we're gonna we're gonna put those to the side, and I'm gonna take you on a trip today to the emergency room. And here's here's what I want to get to. Here's the point of the show today, and we'll cover this in the course of the program. If you have, you know, you have an unexpected event like this come up, and what does it do? It invariably takes away two things from you and your family. It takes away time, and it takes away money, and hopefully that's it. Hopefully nothing more, right? We're just talking time and money, no uh, no lives, nothing like that. But uh, if I focus just on those two things, time and money, how do you minimize the impacts? That's, that's what I want to get to today, because that is fresh on my mind, which did not sleep a whole lot last night. So in a time of crisis like this, you know, you don't, you don't want to have to focus or worry about those two things, time and money. So in case you're curious, let me tell you what happened just to set the stage. And uh, this, was, this was yesterday, literally yesterday, we were wrapping up the evening at a nearby park with, with friends, with our son, his buddies, Dusk. Sun was down, almost dark, and none, none of the adults, we were chatting, we, we didn't see precisely what happened, but we all heard the screams. <laughs> they were loud. My little guy, six years old, he, he was running full bore on the pavement, of course, with his friends. When they, they tangled up, he went down, face-planted right on the cement. And if, you, if you've ever had a, you know, an injury to your head or to your, to your face, you know there's a lot of blood. A lot of there was there was a lot of blood, a lot of screaming. We we couldn't really figure out what was going on. We couldn't get a coherent statement out of the the little guy, of course, or have him sit still to to look at his mouth. That's where the the, the source of of most of the blood was. So, get the car off to the emergency room. We're gonna let somebody let the professionals take care of this. So we took him to uh, one of the area children's hospitals. And hey, my little guy, it's his first trip to the ER. And if my if my track record is any indication, unfortunately, this won't be the last. So the good news, you know, we did go to the ER. The the good news is this whole event was essentially the equivalent of a very violent tooth extraction. He you know, he got his his first x-rays. He he lost a tooth, it turns out. Had to make sure he didn't we, didn't, we didn't find the tooth, had to make sure he did not swallow the tooth or worse, aspirate it. Hadn't, I hadn't considered that. I know it's a, it happens. People inhale a tooth. He was all clear. Uh, he's now missing, well, he had been missing three of his front incisors. Now he's missing four. So that, that fourth one is gone. 
By the way, this little guy, he loves to eat corn on the cob. He's not going to be doing that for a while, is he? But all things considered, all things considered, it was uh, turned out just to be a very, very late night, um, but not a huge event. But what if it had been? What if it had been something worse? And, you know, the the waiting room was crowded. There, there were a lot of people, a lot of families when we got there. What about them? You know, what, I, I had a lot of time to sit and think about this because what else are we doing? Um, got the guy calmed down, got the blood cleaned up. Triage nurse kind of helped us through that stage, checked, you know, was there any, any head trauma, any, did he pass out? Nothing like that, so all, all good. So we sat and we, we waited. And I wondered about the other family. So let's, let's talk about the first of those two stressors that is invariably going to arise in these situations. And the first one is time. Time. And, and we spent a lot of time in the waiting room. But when we first got there, like I said, it was crowded. Um, lots of families already there. How long were they going to be there? Not just in the waiting room. I, you know, I wondered about this. How are each of these families going to deal with the time that whatever they're dealing with now is going to take? And I, and I don't just mean in the waiting room. And this is the question to you. What would you do if an event like this befalls you or your child or some other family member? And it's not a relatively quick in and out like we fortunately did experience. What if this, what if this winds up as a, a stay for days? The time component can really become a problem. And we're going to talk about a way to alleviate that. And of course, money is the other side of the equation there as well, where people will have stress. ER, not cheap, but we'll get to that one in a moment. I want to wrap up talking about time because the problem for most people out there and most of the people that I was looking at in the, the, the waiting room is that their time is not their own. It, it belongs to the employer. If you don't go to work, you don't get paid. Sure, you may have some vacation time here and there. You may have, you know, PTO, paid time off that you can use for this sort of an, an, an incident, but it's limited. You, you use it and it's gone. Now, you, now what do you do? Um, and because of that worry and, and, and stress set in. And it's just not something you want on top of whatever else you're dealing with in this or any similar type of uh, situation. And, and I'll tell you, I'm very thankful that my wife and I we, were not subject to this kind of time stress or, or strain, you know, the fact that we'll have to take him into the, uh, his pediatric, pediatric dentist to get x-rays, make sure there are no residual tooth bits up there or whatever. It was his baby tooth. So that's the good news. Um, you know, we've got the time. We, we don't have to worry. I, I'm very thankful for the action that we took in the past that allowed us to decouple, uh, to divorce ourselves from this very concern to, to, to buy back our time really. So that time was not and is not a concern for us in this situation or, or any other that may arise. It, it allows us to focus on our, on ourselves, on our, on our son, on our, on our family. Can you do that? Would you, would you like to have that time? We'll get to that, but I want to talk about the, uh, let's call it the other gorilla in the emergency room, which is money. As we're driving to the ER, little dollar signs were, were dissipating for, through the top of my head. It's been a long time since I've gone to the ER, but there is a financial impact. You may have insurance, maybe you don't, don't know, but uh, in either case, there, there certainly is a, a financial impact, deductibles, all that stuff. So now the question is, what is that emergency room bill going to look like? We won't know for some time. And I'll tell you in this, the... The pediatric hospital was was great. They they put him at ease, which is what we really wanted to see, and they put us at ease. 
We didn't talk about insurance. We didn't talk about costs. We they took a couple of numbers from me, and uh, at the end of the the whole transaction, um, but they kept us at ease. They understand that this is just one more stressor that a family in this situation just does not need at this moment. But you and I know that bill will come due, and I'm pretty sure it's not just going to be a couple of uh, pennies. You know, <laughs> you know, our, our son is six and a six and a half. I'm 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 nearing in on fifty, so I'm I'm a bit late to the game. And I've always heard people say, "Kids are expensive." Yeah, yeah, I I see that now, and <laughs> we are about to level up on the uh, kids are expensive scale. And looking back, I, I you know I can't say I've ever thought about it or put a certainly didn't put a dollar figure to it, but I must have cost my parents a bundle. Broke my arm on a swing, broke my arm on a skateboard, broke my arm playing football, broke my collarbone falling off of a water slide. Yeah, that happened. I actually rode that water slide 31 years later <laughs> this past weekend, and I survived, but broke my collarbone. You know, the list goes on, unfortunately. And how did my parents handle those costs when they came up? Again and again and again, because they just kept coming up. They did same thing most people would do. My dad, he worked a lot. He would just work some more. Now, we were fortunate. My mom was, for the most part, a stay-at-home mom, but she would go out and apply for some kind of temporary work. Anytime we needed to boost that spending account, let's say, she'd go out and get a, a temporary job for some period of time. They traded time for money. Added, added expense, hey, go sacrifice more time for more money. Now, granted, back then, 30, 40 years ago, health costs weren't quite as high as they are now. They were much lower, weren't they? And right now, as a nation, if you look around, we're, we're dealing with a lot on this front, uh, on the financial front. Higher interest rates, we, we know that. Uh, inflation, despite the Fed's, quote, best efforts, I suppose, um, it's still eating into our budgets. You know, for many, yeah, October just hit. Student loan payments are kicking in again. Ooh, that was one of the topics I wanted to get to. We'll, we'll, we'll save that one for another day. Um, that's going to add a burden, isn't it? We're back to very, very low savings rates. We saw those spike early on in the pandemic as the government was doling out uh, medicine, right, money. No emergency funds. You know, in fact, I did a show back in July where we talked about how you can fund an emergency fund. And if you do any kind of research out there, I looked into this fortune, uh, the magazine did, did had, a, had an article, had a report, and in essence they said, look, 57% of Americans cannot afford a $1,000 emergency expense. Again, I don't know what my bill is going to be from this, but just quick uh, hop online, ER visit, uh, anywhere. It says anywhere from $2,400 to $2,600. That's double uh, the number, more than double the number that Fortune looked at. So what do you do? By the way, if you want to catch that show, go to lifestylesunlimited.com. Click on the radio tab, and you can find our past shows archived there as podcasts. You can go out to any of the podcast applications, apps out there, and uh, find those as well. Um, but we talked about how, how are people handling this sort of expense? And unfortunately for a lot of people, the, the outlook is not, not very positive. How would you think about this? How would you fund this ER visit? Are you, are you ready? Are you, are you prepared? Again, even with insurance, deductibles, everything, you know, high deductible plans these days isn't are there due to, due to the cost. So what is the solution? That's what I, I want to bring you in the balance of the show. What is the solution to this? And these, 
son is just dripping blood and, and screaming, just screaming. Don't want to be thinking about time and money. You want to focus on your family, on your child, whoever it is that you're caring for. And it can be hard to do that if you're in the back of your mind. There's that needling little thought about time, about missing a day or a week or more of work. There's that needling little thought. You're worried about money. It can be hard to focus on your family when you're worried about where's the money going to come from to cover this expense. Time and money, two stressors that you don't want to deal with. Well, let's get you past those right after this break. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. You allowed 15,000 members into your sandbox. Thank you. Thank you. And so that speaks volumes. So for that and as a family. So you know why I did that? Everybody always asks, why did you do this? Because I was an ugly kid. My parents used to have to put a pork chop around my neck so the dog would play with me. And so I always wanted to have friends, and I figured if I could make people rich, they might be my friend. Join Dell and his successful friends. Start with the free online workshop. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Andy Webb. If you have any questions, you can email me those questions. Send those to askandy at l-u-i-n-c dot com. Again, askandy at l-u-inc dot com. And if you have any any show ideas, you know, I've heard Mike Harrison. I think it's a great question. He's asking you, what do you need to know? What do you want to know? I'm always telling you what's on my mind. And boy, I've got sleep on my mind right now because we had a late, late night. And we'll, we'll, we'll wrap up the emergency room conversation. I'll tell you how you can avoid at least the time and money stressors that go into that type of event. Um, I'm thankful that we have things in place that help us there. But if there's anything else you're thinking about, let me know. Let's 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 talk about that. And yeah, we did have we did have an emergency. My my son's first visit to the emergency room, hopefully his last. I'm not counting on it. <laughs> if it's anything like me, you know, and this morning I got up early. I, I did need to prepare more for the show and First thing I did, though, was get in the car and go up to the pharmacy, get his medicine. On the way back, I stopped at the park where the, the incident occurred because I wanted to find that tooth. There's there's money involved here. The tooth fairy needs a tooth. I could not find the tooth. I found a small rock that I think might, might serve as a surrogate. We'll see. I hear the tooth fairy brings uh, larger denominations when there are violent tooth extractions. So hopefully that uh, relieves my son a little bit given his situation. So time and money, two stressors that you don't want to deal with. So how do you relieve the impact of these? You need to own your time, right? That, that solves that time component. You need to buy back your time, not have that time owned by an employer or even a business. And you need to have income coming in the door, regardless of where you are or what you are doing. Commonly on the show, I'm, I'm bringing happy topics. We're out in the RV bunker. We're, we're cruising over the Continental Divide in Colorado, and that money's just coming in. Where we're over on the beaches in Florida, we're just we're relaxing. Today, today it was something else. It was not a, not a fun topic, but, it, but an important topic, I think. And that money will come in regardless if you have passive income. And I open the show by saying we're working on your financial freedom. And financial freedom comes when you build enough passive income to do a couple of things, really. I'd say, first and foremost, 
cover your monthly expenses, your regular expenses, your living expenses. And if you don't know what those are, take some time, track that for a month or two, or go, if you put everything on a credit card, go back and look at uh, the credit card statements and just figure out what you are spending every month. And Watch for seasonality, right? Your your car payment or your car insurance payment is due once a year. You may not spread that out. So look for big hits like that, average those out. But figure out what is that monthly number. And you want to replace that with passive income. If you've replaced that with path, passive income, then you don't need that income from the job. You know, thinking back to my family and my parents, um, when we had these sort of incidences, which we had a lot of, um, you know, dad would work more, more time on the job equals more money equals overtime equals the ability to fund this emergency. Thank you very much, Andy, for getting on that skateboard. But you don't want to have to go to that as a solution. And you don't want to have to even fund your daily living from that time if you can avoid it. And we do that by putting together a portfolio of passive income. Now, some people some people think of becoming a business owner to, to achieve this. And uh, we have investors, members at Lifestyles Unlimited, and I remember them telling the story. They're down on the coast. They're down in Corpus Christi. These are successful apartment investors. But before they got into apartment investing, they were considering becoming franchisees, buying a business involving boats and renting boats. And this had a lot of high startup costs. Boats are not cheap. And it had a very high time commitment. So while becoming a business owner may seem like the solution, there's often a very big time commitment. So you're trading the time that you're giving to your your boss as an employee at a company to time that you're now giving to that business because it's not passive. They may call it a turnkey business, but if you're not there to turn the key, there is no business. Now, at some point you may get large enough. I, I hear the naysayers out there. You may get big enough to where you have staff. You handle all of that off. Yes, yes, that's, that's true. But until you get there, it's all you. So this type of approach really... It doesn't get you there. You still have the time component. You still have that time stressor. So instead of going down that path, instead of just working more like my dad would have done, do like thousands of members of Lifestyles Unlimited have done over the three plus decades that Lifestyles Unlimited has been around. What are we doing? We're going out and investing in cash flowing residential real estate, rental properties, rental houses. And apartments. And when I say houses, sometimes people think about short-term rentals, Airbnb. We're not talking about that. The new word of the day is midterm rentals, corporate rentals, traveling nurses. Not talking about that. We're talking about long-term rentals. I like long-term rentals because it's planable. I've got a good 12-month uh, run runway where I know what my passive income is coming in. I don't have to worry about the day in, the turnover, Airbnb, coming and going, parties, tearing it up. N none of that. It's very stable. So when I am going over that continental divide in Colorado or sitting in the ER with my son, I know that is coming in the door. I don't have to worry about it. So that financial, that, that money stressor goes away, away as well. But you do need to know that number. What is that monthly expense for your standard living? Build up to that with your passive income. And then build a little more. Ideally, you're earning more at your job than you're spending in your lifestyle. Well, that becomes your next benchmark, replacing that, that hourly wage or that, that salary with passive income. And I'll explain here in a moment what I mean by replacing it with passive income. What does that entail? Houses, apartments, sounds complicated, may, sound, may even sound scary. 
But the scarier thing to me, again, is sitting in the ER last night, midnight later, looking around at the other families, thinking, man, how are they going to handle this? You may encounter this this sort of situation or something far, far worse. And that's really the message I want you to take away to, today is prepare now so that when this type of thing comes up, and, and it will, um, obviously money is a big, a big component. And you can do that by building up a portfolio of passive income. And we do that at Lifestyles Unlimited with two things, by buying single family houses, rental houses, and by buying apartments. And my wife and I began with houses and we're now passive investors in apartments as well. So we've got distributions coming in monthly from our houses. I say distributions, the cash flow, uh, and quarterly distributions from, from apartments. Now, some of the investments we're in are longer term. They're bigger lifts. We go in, we're looking to create wealth, capital gains, maybe not cash flow on the apartment side. So that's what you get. I, I, I ended the last segment saying, hey, what, what do you get out of buying this one house? Well, if it's, if it's in Texas right now, we might be cash flowing about two to $300. If you go out of state, Georgia, you may be much higher, but it starts with one house. You're going to create that cash flow. But if you buy right, if you follow the model that we talk about at Lifestyles Unlimited, you're buying a distressed asset. But because of that, you get it at a discount. And you create what we call equity capture through the process. Commonly, we're going in and doing, maybe it's just a facelift, facelift cosmetic work on the house to bring it from the 60s into the 2000s. Maybe there's some structural work. That's okay. Don't be scared of that. We teach you how to, how to, how to work through that and how to work with people that take care of that for you so you don't have to worry about it at all. Again, time and money, those are the two stressors. Those play in here as well. You know, I looked at a package of three houses in another state and wrote an offer on them, in fact. Uh, this fell through, unfortunately, but it was going to be about $50,000 $50, out of pocket to buy three houses. That's under $20,000 per house. And that would create over $1,000 in cash flow. And that was going to give a 100% return in equity capture. Yeah, I know interest rates are up and prices are supposed to go down, but they're not. There's just not enough inventory. We talked about this uh, quite a bit a couple of weeks ago. Again, go to lifestylesunlimited.com. You can catch our shows there, the archived shows. But we're seeing a lot. We're still seeing appreciation out there. So we're making money multiple ways on these on these houses. And at some point, we get that equity where we want it. We get it back out. Maybe that's a cash out refinance, or or we just do a sale and we reinvest. So that house that was cash flowing two hundred dollars a month now becomes two houses, and I'm cash flowing four hundred. Wash, rinse, and repeat, or four hundred, whatever the number is. And you build up that portfolio until your passive income from houses or apartments now meets or exceeds your monthly expenses, meets and exceeds your monthly income, you are now real estate retired. You can keep working. But if you choose to buy back your time, now you can. But again, you have to get started. And getting that education is a great place to start. And I would really encourage you go to our website. I've mentioned that a couple times now with respect to the past shows that are archived there. My shows, Al Gordon, Mike Harrison, and of course, Del Walmsley, the founder of Lifestyles Unlimited. You'll catch his shows there as well. But there's a button when you when you go there, lifestylesunlimited.com. It says free workshop. Click on that. It's an hour and a half of your time. It's done fully remotely, fully online. It is live and you can, you can ask questions and whatnot. Um, but that's a good place to learn about what we do. And then from there, you decide, hey, is this for me or is it not? And it's, it may not be for everybody, but you may realize, just like we did uh, 11 plus years ago, this is the way to go. And that's, that's the path we followed. 
And as a result, sitting in the ER, my stress level was, aside from, you know, having to watch my son in tears <laughs> and dripping blood out of his mouth, um, my stress level was low, all things considered. So give that a go. Go check out our free workshop. And why should you do it now? Well, October just started the final quarter of the year. It was a rough start for the Webb family, I'll tell you that, or at least for my, for my little guy. But here we are, three months to go. And we have big plans to close out the year. Like I mentioned, we, oh, we had that contract out there. Just missed it. We're going to keep looking. More houses, looking at more apartment investments. I'll tell you, the distressed assets on the apartment front, they're starting to bubble up to the surface. I don't know if you know, if you haven't uh, been listening. Again, go to our site. We've talked about this a lot, especially Dell. Um, a lot of apartment investments that were made in the past couple of years with var variable rate loans, guess what? They're, they're having some trouble. Bridge loans, short-term loans that are now having to refinance, they're in trouble. And I am seeing more and more distressed apartments coming to the front. And I'm seeing more and more of our lead investors at Lifestyles Unlimited. Those are the guys that go out and find these apartment investments and put together a syndication so I can invest passively. I'm seeing more and more of those cross my box. And as we go to close out the year, I think you're going to see more and more. That's why you do need to get started now. One quarter to go, but that is plenty of time plenty of time for you to take action get that education component started get that behind you in fact and get into those first investments i'll tell you a lot of investors as a longtime single family investor that's what we've been doing for 11 years now a lot of my fellow investors go to sleep at this time of year october is probably their their last push before that very thing we're talking about today, family, comes to the forefront. And, and it's important. Holidays are coming up, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and a lot of people just step to the wayside. And a lot of people have stepped, investors have stepped to the wayside simply because of where interest rates are, because they don't know how to buy and operate in this environment. We teach you how. We talk about that. We make our own economies. You can do great investments in this very environment. And in fact, as the crowd thins, as it does this time of year, you'll have more and more opportunity to do that very thing, to get those cash flowing assets, to take one house to 10, to 15, to 20, beyond if you want. Passive investment in apartments from one to 10, to maybe you want to be a lead. This is a good time to do it. But it starts by getting started taking action, go to our website again, lifestylesunlimited.com. Click on that uh, free workshop button. Uh, give that a listen. And uh, again, think about what we talked about today. The goal, the goal of my, my whole goal today is just to convey to you that you get prepared so that when you have these one-off, hopefully one-off situations, these emergencies, you don't have those added stressors of time and money. You can take care of that. You can do it. Remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. Thank you.
you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.